This is Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. This is your report, your podcast, wildflowerbeefarm.com, for Saturday, December 19th, 2020. Bees have brains. That's the theme for this week's posting at wildflowerbeefarm.com. If you're a member, you're probably going to have a lot of thoughts about it. And let me sort of break it down a little bit onto what happened. So I was screening videos for the podcast, uh, sorry, the uh, the post of wildflowerbeefarm.com where members get a weekly two to five minute video on something happening on the farm. So we had taken a number of videos over the summer, realizing that other than, you know, um, thermal imaging pictures, there wasn't going to be a lot to take pictures of or videos during the winter. So we did post some of those at our Instagram account at Wildflower Bee Farm. So have a look at that. But um, anyway, I'm reviewing these videos and I I see something very strange happening near the end of a video. So in this video, um, two bees are kind of fighting over a bee that's no longer alive. They're, they're take, they take it out of the uh, hive. And this is sometime in um, December early December when we had that warm spell. They're pulling the bee out, but they're both disagreeing on where to go. The one bee has its wings flapping, flying, and wants to fly away. The other bee is dragging it. So they're fighting and fighting, and finally the bee that's dragging it um, wins, and the other bee's still flying, but it, it trying to fly, but it pulls the, the, uh, the dead uh, hive member all the way over to the side where there was on the side of this piece of wood already an existing dead bee. So the thought, and then once the bee took it there, the one that was pulling it, it just sort of goes away and the bee that flies, flies away with the dead bee or falls and flies, whatever. So it got me thinking, well, first of all, why would two bees fight over where to take an expired bee? doesn't make any sense once you're out of the hive you're okay because the idea is to get them out of the hive to prevent any disease from the you know the decomposing bees and so on so they 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 take it out sort of clean house but why does it matter if the bee pulls it way well away from the entrance and sort of puts it on a place where another bee had already been placed or if it takes the bee and flies it and sort of drops it just outside on the ground well, it turns out, the more I dug into this, and I, I had read about some of this before, but it turns out bees have very sophisticated brains. And the science now tells us, and I posted, if you're a member, I posted two really fascinating research pieces at wildflowerbeefarm.com on the member share page, where every bee has about a million neurons in their brain. And the brain that they have is only about the size of a sesame seed, so it's very small. But it has a million neurons. And the one article written by a, a neurologist, a physician who studies bees, studied bees with, believe it or not, little CAT scans and other technology, found that bees are very much have neuroplasticity. Now, neuroplasticity is something that has just been sort of discussed in the past five years or so when it comes to human neurological regeneration or recovery after brain injury. I've been researching concussions in athletes for many years and see it in our practice when I was doing a great deal of rehabilitation practice where people are in car accidents, unfortunate situations or falls and slips. 
And there's a small number of humans who don't recover. No fault of their own. They just, for some reason, the brain will not recover. But in many cases, most cases, if under the proper condition, the brain will regenerate. So the honeybee, it turns out, is born with a brain ready to learn. So what we thought in many instances were instincts, in fact, would be learned behavior. And bees learn a couple of different ways. One, the queen gives them a pheromone which somehow translates into an activity or an action. And I, I obviously I don't get it. And, but the scientists that study it say this is truly what happens, that there's a, there's a pheromone link and, and that triggers certain types of behavior. Um, some of it is also triggered. There is an instinctive piece, just like with humans. We have genetics and instinct, and then we have learned behavior. But what's, it, what's really fascinating with the video is it, it shows you that very quickly, that bee learned where to take those expired or, or those dead other bees. And the other bee obviously had an experience of flying away with them or flying to a point of just dropping them off on the ground in front of the hive or wherever. But the, the point is, each bee had a different learned behavior because if it was instinctual, wouldn't you think both bees would go to the same place or have the same type of behavior? And if you, if you remember a few weeks ago, I, I posted a video at the uh, wildflowerbeefarm.com where a bee answer, sort of a few answer coming in. And the bee turns around and starts flapping its wings strongly uh, in such a strong force that it the, the breeze or the air blows the the ants right off right off almost the screen so it's almost like they were using their wings as a tool to remove the ants and when you think about that you say well is that instinctual well probably not probably a learned behavior and then the most fascinating thing is we humans live hopefully a fairly long time years um the worker bees live about six weeks so think of how quickly the neuroplasticity must work for the bee brain so that they can learn what they have to learn so quickly while being taught by others. Now, I don't have, obviously, I don't have a real handle on this, and I'm not sure anyone really does, but just reading that article and watching that video made me think about behaviors that we see on a micro climate, a micro habitat where one hive that might be in a certain spot that we have, say, say the pine grove hive, which is located inside a grove of pine trees, it likely has a completely different learned pattern for certain behaviors because of where it's located. Now, that is very helpful because they can obviously adapt very quickly to what's around them. Now, the, the thing is, I think the ability to adapt, just like with humans, so when we experience a traumatic injury, our ability to recover is based on our food intake, um, no alcoholic drugs, making sure um, we're careful, uh, exercise. Uh, there's some indication that environmental contaminants can inf impact our ability to develop and our brains to develop. So one of the factors that this entire issue of bees with brains brings up is that perhaps part of the issue related to the bees' ability to adapt to what's happening today with whether it's varroa mites or other pesticides has an impact on their entire body brain, which is stopping them from being able to adapt and thrive as they normally would.
we don't know. There isn't there hasn't been a great deal talked about, but this adds more of a complex nature to what we see with bees. So rather than every time we see a bee do something, we say, Oh, that's that's the instinct. That's that's what you know bees do. It may be more likely that that's what they've learned to do. Now, whether it came from the pheromone of the queen initially, and then it was translated. Now, now you notice we've had videos of the bees translate, um, transferring pheromones and, and communicating with each other at the at the entrance to the beehive fairly in a common way. There's also the waggle dance we've shown. So they have different ways to communicate and teach each other. You know, we talk about an orientation flight. When we saw a lot of bees around certain hives late in the fall, we thought, well, it's not robbing behavior. It's new bees orientating themselves, taking a flight to learn where they are. And there's more and more science to show that what's really happening is the brain of the bee is evolving and changing based on that experience. So bees have brains. It also makes us wonder if, in fact, bees can recognize or or learn the smell of the beekeeper, the you know the threat or non-threat of that beekeeper. So we're just gonna, it's just sort of something you park in the back of your head, but also helps you appreciate the fact that bees are really phenomenal insects and animals, or call them animals really, who have the ability to learn from their experience. And that's why everything we're doing here at the farm seems to have a bit more more power when we think about what we can actually accomplish in our microhabitats. And remember, microhabitat is the hive and, you know, 50 feet or 100 feet around that hive. What are the bees learning about that? And I think also with that will be the microhabitat as far as temperature, humidity, the direction of the wind in the winter, and how the bee adapts to that. So bees have brains. We've got a short clip on Instagram. Have a look. And if you become a member, do it for a couple of weeks for free and check out all the videos in the library. We've been at it for almost a year now. You'll see all the videos and we add a new one every week. I'm Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. Look forward to talking soon. Have a great one.